Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And this is the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson and Luke McCarty, artofmoneyradio.com for more information on the McPherson Financial Group or to schedule that initial complimentary consultation. We appreciate you listening. Now, let's get to the show. Gentlemen, let's get to it. It happened a little bit earlier this week. The Fed raised interest rates again as they try to get a handle on inflation. I want you to hear this clip from analyst Eddie Gabor, who tells Fox Business he doesn't see the Fed cutting anytime this this year. This market has to reset to a new normal of higher interest rates for the foreseeable future. I think this is best for the long term. Investors should be able to get paid on cash. The problem is we've been spoiled with low interest rates for so long that it's caused these asset prices to get the levels that are not sustainable. A lot of people that are still taking a lot of risk are measuring valuations based on zero interest rates. We're not going to see that again, in my opinion, probably in my lifetime. So we're talking about putting together income plans. How are you helping your clients so they can withstand more interest rate hikes? Yeah, so we expected the Fed to raise, you know, some this year. Mm -hmm. The expectations are to keep going just a little bit. Now, we know they change their guidance a lot, so we'll see where they end up this year. But, you know, Jerome Powell came out and said there will be no rate cuts this year. You know, that's what the bond market's looking for. That's kind of what the stock market's looking for is, you know, the Fed to cut rates and, you know, have easy money again. You know, have it to where you're unprofitable, you know, electric vehicle stocks, you know, go up 20, 30% a week, right? That's, we're not seeing that anymore, even though a little bit came to play last week. So, you know, when you think of interest rates, right, you need to find something where your cash can make some more money. So as long as the Fed's raising rates, your cash is going to make more money. There are different vehicles than your bank. You know, at least for me personally, my bank's not paying anything on cash, but we have a Fidelity, you know, Fidelity and Schwab as custodians here. And they're paying around 4% on cash. So there's some easy ways to make money on cash now that we didn't have prior. Yeah, last year there was no, you couldn't make money on cash. So now it's a whole lot better than just having it sit idle. You can actually get some decent interest rates. thing that frustrates me a little bit about the Fed is I don't see anything in the data on why they have to continue to raise this year. Um, we've already got in a slowing economy. We've already got things checking back. You've got the layoffs that are starting to happen and the tech companies, things like that. We're seeing across the board. We're seeing the economy begin to really slow down. You're seeing it in housing, especially. Um, now, Florida, we have a pretty good situation here in Florida versus the U.S., but you've got places across the U.S. that are really, really slow and uh, they keep raising rates. It makes it worse. It doesn't, you know, it's another tight again to the infrastructure of what happens with the economy. And I don't think that's needed. I think that's a mistake because then all of a sudden you have a soft landing possibly this year that you could make into a full-blown recession and then maybe even really bad and have a real big correction on the market, things like that. I think a lot of that would be avoidable if they would just kind of pause. Yeah. You know, Luke, educate me real quick. We've talked about it a lot before here on The Art of Money about having a soft landing within the economy. When you hear that term, just give me your cliff notes. What is the definition of that? Yeah, so a soft landing is when, you know, theoretically, right, when the Fed raises interest rates too fast and you have all these inverted yield curves, which they are all inverted now, you know, extremely inverted, meaning you can make, you know, a higher interest rate on a two-year treasury versus a 10-year treasury or three-month treasury versus a, you know, two-year so that means that, that rates are better on the short term. Well, usually when this happens, it's a recessionary event. It's a tech bubble. It's a subprime mortgage crisis. You know, there's all these names to them, but those were led into by the Fed raising rates. So the soft landing would be, hey, we're going to raise rates. We're going to do everything we've done in the past that did not work. But this time we think it may work. <laughs> That's your soft landing. <laughs> uh, it could happen, right? You know, 
I was talking to a client and I said, if there is a soft landing this year, if we don't have a recession, it would be the first time ever giving all of our indicators and everything that's going on. It's possible, but it would be the first. Well, they never stop when they should. <laughs> that's right. the problem. Right. We got a lot of technical indicators saying that inflation's under control. We've got a, a lot of things they were very concerned with. And they started too late. We've talked about that. You know, they were raising too late. They started too late to the party. But then when they finally got it under control, which they have now, now you don't have to continue to go down the road. You can stop a little bit. But who am I? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you are our McPherson from the McPherson Financial Group. Hey, yes. listen, if you hear something on this weekend show and you want some clarity on there's nothing wrong with asking questions. That's why that initial consultation, no cost, no obligation to you. When you call 321-425-8550, the Fed's going to continue to raise interest rates. We're still dealing with high inflation as well. So let's make sure that you have a plan to sustain the ups and downs of the market with the team from the McPherson Finance Group. 321-425-8550. And the efforts to slow down the economy from the Fed is really starting to wreak havoc on tech companies. There's been massive layoffs. Uh, this includes Microsoft who had to let go 10,000 employees, Google 12,000, Amazon 18,000, Facebook 11,000. It goes on and on. So the sector that held the market up for the last few years is now pulling the market down. And Art McPherson and Luke McCarty, because the market is down, do my retirement accounts, do they have to be down? Do I have to participate in this down economy? You do not always have to participate on the downside. Of course, if you want to participate on the upside, you know there's usually some risk involved, but we have different tools, different types of investment accounts, different structures of the investment to where you can participate on the upside, but not on the downside. So you don't necessarily have to stomach, you know, the big drawdowns. Um, and you can also have, you know, the upside in the market as well. And that's what we put together for clients in our portfolios, right? Essentially last year, if you owned stocks or bonds, you lost money, but there were other things you could have owned, right? Preferred stocks didn't lose money. Some of them, right? Annuities didn't lose money. You know, there's certain things you can use in your portfolio to separate yourself from the Fed, from the stock market, from the noise, and maybe not have to pay attention as much. And that sounds pretty stress-free to me. <laughs> Having stress-free retirement is a little bit nice, isn't it, Mark? I'm in. Sign me up. I'm in. <laughs> How do you help people, Art McPherson, right now with the up and down market as well? And, uh, you know, Luke just talked about some of the opportunities. What are the opportunities that you're finding? Trying to have assets that are not correlated. So what we mean by correlated is things moving in tandem. So when the market goes up, you know, your money goes up, but you want to have some assets that when the market is struggling or going down, you want to have them where they're at least stable or going up in the opposite direction. It used to be that's why you had bonds in the portfolio. But typically today, when you look at stocks and bonds, they move at the same time in the same direction. Because of that, you need to have other investments in your portfolio to help provide that stability. Because if you do and you have like a 50-50 portfolio where you have assets, that do not go down when the market goes down. And if the market's down 20% and your other assets that you have are not down at all, now you're only down 10%. So it makes a big difference on the dips when we go through them because we know they're coming and we know it's based on the economy growing and contracting and it's based on a lot of different things. You know, we're talking about the Fed today as being one of those items, but the market really fluctuates quite a bit. But over time, it's always growing because the value of the companies grow. So 
you want to be in the market for the long term, but in the short term, it can be a problem, especially when you're trying to take retirement income and trying to do distributions, things like that. You want to make sure you have some of that money protected. Let's talk about California and tax strategies, because not long ago, the Biden administration pushed to tax wealthy Americans more on the assets they own, like retirement savings and their house, rather than just their income. Well, that idea went nowhere in Congress. But there are seven states, including California, that have introduced wealth tax bills that try to accomplish that exact same thing. Art McPherson sounds ridiculous, but this is the importance of having that tax strategy. Yeah, taxes are a big deal because once it's law, you can't get away from it, right? So that's the law of the land in which you live. So what California is trying to do is tax their wealthy people that if they move out of the state, they still have to pay a tax even if they leave. But what's gonna happen is when you get onerous on your taxation, Anytime you tax people, it affects behavior. So if people cannot find a way around the tax by either getting tax savings or cuts or just different types of things you can normally do, then what they'll do is they'll move. I mean, you already saw Elon Musk left their state because of taxation issues Mm -hmm. and he moved to Texas. And you're going to see states that have more favorable tax treatment of their citizens get more people flying into those areas. So like in Florida, we don't have near the tax that California has. So Florida has gotten a lot of people from New York and California, especially since COVID and all the lockdowns and all the things that they had going. So California has to be very careful because when you continue to raise the tax base on your existing people, you're telling them that they need to leave. The worst part about this, the wealth tax, is it's essentially a a new tax. So it's taxing on net worth. And, you know, what Art mentioned is, you know, what what they were saying is if you leave California with a net worth, you're still paying this tax. Well, that's silly. You don't live in California anymore. But taxing Californians up to 13 percent on income and then taxing them again on their net worth. Mm -hmm. um, You know, once you start going down that slippery slope of finding a new tax, it's never going back down. Right. Just like Social Security. It was never taxed. Then it was. Then it was more. Mm -hmm. Right. If you start going a, a wealth tax based on net worth, you're almost going down the rabbit hole of a consumption tax or a VAT tax. I mean, this could get ugly quick or probably ugly in 10 to 15 years as they keep adding additional layers. But it does not surprise me that California is the first one to talk about it and do it. You know, even though there's six or seven states, California is kind of the the progressive when it comes to taxing you more. I saw a stat that said for the first time since they started keeping records, more people moved out of California than moved into California. And with Florida, more people moved into Florida than moved out of Florida. When the government does this, you know, Mm -hmm. anytime they raise taxes, revenue to the IRS falls. How is that possible? How can you raise the tax rates and get less money, less revenue? Well, it affects people's behavior. So you have to realize that when you start raising taxes, it's not a zero sum game. You're going to affect people to leave. You're going to have businesses leave. So what will happen is some of that revenue that had been there that was coming in the door is gone because you've actually told them if you stay, we're going to penalize you for being here. So (laughs) people are not going to be penalized for staying there. They're going to leave. Have you noticed a lot of that a lot of people moving in as we talk about florida being one of the most popular states to move to right now have you got a lot of people saying hey i'm from new york i'm from california I'm from chicago you know i'm looking for a second opinion is that becoming more common over the past couple of years it has that's why our governor has been one of the top candidates for election hopefuls in 2024 mm-hmm. desantis you know we were locked down for about two months and then when we, we reopened 
we did not have a lot of the restrictions that California had. Um, I remember going out there to play golf just after they reopened a year ago. And when I was out there, they had only been open for about three weeks. And I told everybody I was from Florida and this was back in 21. And they were like, oh, what's it Florida? like? <laughs> How can, no, they were like, oh, like I was a pariah. Right? Oh, because they they're were, like, they were shunning you. Yes, because this is in 21. So still in the midst of COVID, still in the midst of a lot of the lockdowns and just the country was just starting to fully open. And they thought our governor was very laissez-faire with everybody's health. Mm. But then as we moved through another year, so I went back out to California a year later and played in a golf tournament out there and was in the same area, Los Angeles County, was in the same group of people. I said I was from Florida and everybody's like, Oh, Florida. Tell me about it. I wish I lived in Florida because they had seen actually that our not onerous rules, you know, and being open, being allowed to practice your business, being allowed to have, you know, your everything was normal. Um, we actually had better COVID numbers than they did. Yeah. And they were still at that time when I was out there in 22 um, having to wear a mask to the beach. Hey, look, if you're new to Florida, first and foremost, hey, welcome to the great state of Florida. And there's nothing wrong with getting a second opinion. And that's why Art McPherson and Luke McCarty are offering that complimentary consultation. Let's sit down. Maybe you have an advisor you haven't heard from in a while. Or maybe you're new to the state and just want to see how the tax strategy, it is different. There is an in-house CPA at the McPherson Financial Group. We're talking about Mark Bernard. Let's put those tax strategies together. That number, 321-425-8550. Always online at artofmoneyradio.com. And... One of the conversations you may have is the old 60-40 method because we know that bonds did not perform well last year. Some financial fund giants are recommending a shift from the classic 60-40 of stocks to bonds. And now they're saying maybe it should be 35% stocks and 65% bonds. Your thoughts? Well, that's a drastic switch from having, you know, 60% in stocks to go into 65% bonds. You know, the bond market, you know, is doing well so far this year. You know, it still can do well as long as the Fed slows down or stops cutting. But the last two years, right, the bonds got crushed. So I wouldn't necessarily shift all of your stocks into bonds, right? Because if you own stocks, they're down more than what your bonds were last year. So I wouldn't go that route. I would do more of a, you know, 50 to 60 stock and then, a you know, a 20 and 20 with, you know, some bonds and then alternatives. That's what we do here. So we have a sleeve of maybe 20 to 30 percent of alternatives or investments that are not correlated to the bond market or the stock market and so we're kind of a, a 60 20 20 or a 50 30 20 i mean we, we can break it down in any which way but um i don't think you want to own that many bonds yeah i mean we've just had some rough times with money that's supposed to be safe and stable and when you have an account that can go down 16 percent a year that's hardly safe or stable so we want to make sure that our clients are in positions of success and they can minimize those things that can be devastating which is a 16 percent loss on a safe investment that you are expected maybe to have a two or three percent loss in that can be very, very hard, especially when you're trying to take a withdrawal out of that portfolio, Mark, for retirement income. If you have a question about anything you hear on this weekend show, including 60-40 or maybe 65-35, give the team in the McPherson Finance Group a call at 321-425-8550 to set up that initial consultation. Again, no cost, no obligation to you. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. 
We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A1 74725. Today's show has been a work of art. 